0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh, that's right, we're back. It's another edition of the DAZN Boxing Show podcast featuring yours truly. I'll go by the name of Art.
1: And I'm Barack the Boxing
0: Bully. This is my favorite time of the week when I can kick back, talk boxing with my fight fans without a camera in my damn face.
1: That's the problem. You talk with your fight fans instead of me. I'm the only one here. You're talking to them Wait,
0: somebody's here? Oh, my God. I didn't even see you, Let me turn this camera on because I do forget that you're here sometimes. Thank God there's
1: boxing to talk about because I don't know you – I don't know what you'd talk about if there wasn't boxing to talk about.
0: (laughs) And and I I definitely forget our producer of being here, Josh. So sometimes I just talk, all right? A lot to talk about, though, this weekend.
2: Do I even get to defend myself or I just – no, no, you no don't. We're
0: just, we're you, just you, you, you just I'll, get to say that right there, okay? That's it. I'll, I'll that,
1: was, just, that was too much right there. We just lost fourteen <laughs> listeners just <go laughs> for your voice. They, they just up. left.
0: I know everybody. The only the, our listeners are are here to listen and to find out if I've purchased Josh's dinner. No, I haven't. Nobody
1: cares about
0: that. <laughs> okay, Nobody cares okay. about. Care I do about, speak for they yourself. They care
1: about Liam Smith doing a victory lap and what show is he going to go on first. The own Boxing Show
0: podcast. Listen, big win, big upset. Well, I don't want to say upset. I know we've said that earlier. It's okay. The it's week. okay. Hey, but it's he okay. he wasn't the favorite. He wasn't New the favorite. Class. He wasn't the favorite. All right? So why don't we just bring him on in? So, uh, Bring him what, in. See what he, his take is. Let's go, champ. Former junior middleweight champ, our guy Liam Smith is on the line with us. What's up,
3: champ? But sorry, okay, thanks for having me. Thank
0: you. Listen, oh, first off, you. um, I was going to introduce you as uh, Beefy himself, but, you know, that, that nickname, I don't know, over here on, on this side of the world doesn't come out as easy. And, Barack, <laughs> you probably could confirm with me. It's hard for me to call a man Beefy, but that is your nickname. Look, congratulations. Amazing win over you, Bank Jr.
1: Yes.
0: Going into this fight, you you were the underdog, right? Um, You were aware of that. Despite of you being from a prestigious fight family, you been being in there with with, with way better opposition than Eubank Junior. Um, all of those intangibles that you brought to the table, why is it that the general public saw you as the underdog?
3: I think probably taking a couple of things into consideration, maybe that was again since the fight, the loss being made of Chris at the weight. You know, I thought Chris at Chris's weight, one sixty is Chris Eubank Chris Junior's best weight not 159, not 158 or 157. You know, I stepped up to Chris's weight, no catchweight fights. It was a middleweight fight and a 4th that middleweight. Uh, and I think that was the only emphasis on why he was the favourite. And also maybe people looked into my age a little bit too much. And look, I know the grey hair doesn't help me, but <laughs> <laughs> people are looking into my age a little bit too much. Uh, I'm 34, Chris is 33, and... No, I think if you looked into it properly, I'm 34. we very, very good momentum at the moment, and right. yes. um, I always knew that would play a big part.
1: Knockout after knockout. Listen, does this mean that maybe you're going to campaign at 160? Because we spoke to Eddie Hearn, he's like, "Well, maybe you could fight Triple
3: G next." Yeah, look, that 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 will put me in a good position at 160. Now, also, you no, know, I always said before it, I'll beat Kishore Bank Junior. It leaves me in a very, very good position, whether it's 154 or 160. You know, if I beat Chris G-bank, it's not going to harm my reputation. It's not going to make me drop in any rankings. So yeah. I just thought if I beat Chris, it leaves me in a very good position and I have even more options again. You know, we know the titles are all tied up at 154. Charler holds all four of them. So, yeah. you know, when he's out injured at the moment. So it just leaves me with good options now.
0: Are you now the uh, the hardest punch out of the Smith family? Did you simplify <laughs> that this past weekend? <laughs> I know.
3: Look, it, it, keep, it always, you know, it chop and changes everyone. I think I'm getting told I'm the best Smith now, and you know, Callum will <laughs> fight in March. Callum's the best Smith again. It's just uh, yeah, yeah. But it's I just mean, adding to our story.
0: Ted Callum's oh a, a big puncher as well. You know, yeah. I, I want to go back real quick. Like, coming up when you guys were young, I mean... Was it like that as well, where one guy excelled and was a little bit better than the rest, and then the other guy came up and a little bit better than the rest? Or was there always one guy where everybody felt was special?
3: You know what? It was always next in line, but, like, Paul was the first national champion in the amateurs. Right. Then Stephen was, and then it all went in line. But, you know, mm-hmm. Stephen was Steven was a special fighter. Stephen was the cleverest fighter out of all of us, probably still is. Uh, he was just unfortunate he come up against two world champions who... Putting career career best performances against himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we know Callum Callum's, Callum's a Callum's special fighter who punches, you know, really really hard. And um, we just keep to be keep to be getting better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, I, yeah, I want to
1: know. I want to know what you feel about Chris Eubank saying that your punch was like a once in a lifetime punch.
3: I just think Chris, which one was it? It was the left uppercut the once in a lifetime, or the left loop that put you down. You or... <laughs> were about five or six, <laughs> you know. I just think which one, which one was it?
0: And well, know, well mid, like it mid, was... I mean, do, do you give him like you cut him some slack, right? The guy's like obviously has that image of being braggadocious, a lot of bravado. He's really embarrassed right now because of that, yeah. And and does not know how to react to this?
3: Yeah, of course. Look, that's what and going forward, that's what I feel is going to be a big, maybe a big decision to make for Chris. This um, has got three or four weeks now, maybe three weeks left to exercise a rematch clause. Um, now, for the ego and the pride of the man, he, he sets a stall out on, you know, he's invincible. He's got an unbelievable chin. Now, he's got to go and watch that fight and watch him be dropped, get up, stumble around the rings and then, you know, be stopped and that's that, that's a big thing to do for for such a, a proud man who's never been hurt you know he said before the fights have never been hurt dropped standing counts you know he said he's never done any of them things well they all happened the other night and he's got to sit and sit and take that in and then decide what he wants to do in the rematch
1: right and he kind of said like some fighters after a loss they'll say yeah I definitely want that rematch he said if the fans want it so it kind of seems like at that moment, he might not necessarily want it. But when you went into the fight, did you think that Chris was going to try and be the aggressor straight ahead? And were you surprised that he was boxing and you was able to back him up?
3: It, it's hard because I expected both, honestly. I thought, mm-hmm. won't surprise me if he tries to come for me early and prove he's the big 160. Um, then I always knew with him having Ru Jones over, he. he and also going off his last performance with Liam Williams, yes. he probably believed he's this very good slick boxer now. Mm-hmm. You know, he I think um, you know he dropped Williams on the back foot a couple of times with jabs. So, you know, he probably took that into his own his, his own mind and thought, you know, what I'm very good at this, and obviously thinks well Liam's going to come for me with his hands high. I'll do the same to him. Mm-hmm. But I was I was really expecting for both and I prepared for both. I'm not going to lie. I had I had a short. A short stocky sparring partner, um, from a French kid over there yeah who but think he's twenty one and always he's super middleweight, um and I had a good a good a good soul after the long range
0: boxing, uh, boxing. Okay. Did you in uh,
3: So I prepare for both.
0: Liam, do, do you think it's unfair for you know for the fight fans out there that are blaming Roy Jones for this loss, uh saying that uh, you know, Eubank is maybe trying to emulate his Roy's style a little too much?
3: I think it's unfair because, look, at the end of the day, your coach can only do so many things. You're in the ring. Your coach can tell you one thing, and it might not work. Like I said, you can work on a game plan for six weeks. That might not work when you get in there. The fighter has got to revert, and, you know, it was down to Chris to do that, so... um. I feel that 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 Rui's getting a little bit yeah unfair criticism. It's not it doesn't make Rui a bad coach because because Chris has lost, but maybe yeah. they don't gel. I don't know. I, I, I look at that stand for them and their team to decide. Seems like you I have, feel like... Rui's a little bit better than this. Like I feel because <laughs> Rui's getting stick. Right. I have seen a post Rui's put out the other day blaming an elbow. Said it was an elbow that started this. Oh, oh wow. I, didn't I, didn't yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, a couple of, a couple of posts have been put out saying uh, I basically rocked Chris with an elbow
0: for Maybe all of those fans are getting to him. You know what I mean? It, it, sometimes if you read too many comments on social media, it can get to you. Now, anybody involved in the uh, lead up to this fight, meaning execs, managers, promoters, wh- whoever you know you were around that were con- that you knew they were going against you, and you saw it. Did you get a chance to to to, to lock eyes with one of those guys and say, "Huh, oh, you were wrong"? <laughs>
3: Not yet, not yet, but there's a couple <laughs> coming, don't worry. Johnny Nelson's one, Johnny Nelson goes against, <laughs> look, Johnny Nelson goes against the Smiths every single time, he always has, wow. he always will. Wow. Um, Johnny Nelson's one, I'll see, and I'll just think, you, you want to learn your lesson, mate, because you go against us <laughs> every time. No, but, but why is
1: that? Is it something personal, or
3: it just yeah, a I d- happenstance? No, I don't know, look, I I don't know whether it's always been the me and Cal Brook like, have always been spoken about fighting in the past, like, Cal was world champion, well to weight, and... I was world champion at 154, and mm-hmm. Kel was always rooted that he was going to move up. Um, and there was talks of us fighting, and I don't know whether it's always been that, but he just always seems to go against us, Johnny. He picked Rocky Fielding to be Callum. He picked, um, I don't know, he just, picked, he just picked loads,
0: honestly, how he has. Liam, you're, you're, the record of your last four opponents combined for 96-8, and eight, right? That's very impressive. These are the last four guys that you fought. Um, you're, you're on a on a roll. What does Liam Smith have to accomplish in the sport of boxing to say, all right, fellas, tell your brothers, your fam, I'm done, I'm going to hang it up, I've done enough?
3: I just want to see how far I can go. You know, this is probably me, the autumn or whatever you want to call it, and this is me final crack because it's, I don't need to stay in. It, I'm, I'm in it now because of one and there's a couple of things now I want to accomplish, and that was one of them. You know, a huge fight, a sold out arena, Sky Sports pay per view. Um, I want to be involved <clears> in fights in time. the
0: zone over here in America. Oh, the zone, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, so,
3: yeah. And and you know, I just want to be involved in fights. People are talking about people catching the it, it captures captures the imagination of fans. And but I also want to have another crack at a world title. You know, I'd love to become mm-hmm. the the first two time at one fifty
0: four or one sixty. What would you prefer?
3: I would probably prefer 160 only because I'm a two-time, two-weight world champion. I think it adds to the yeah, legacy it a story and, and, of, and
0: uh, of story. And you can eat a little bit more and camp. <laughs> I can, yeah. I can, I can.
3: Well, I felt, yes. look, I felt great at 160. I'm not going to lie. I did feel great. And your know, en- en- energy levels on the fight week were a lot better and a lot more than they was at 154. So I have got a decision to make myself also and we know at 160 now you got some pop as well.
1: <laughs> now, because you beat uh you because you beat Eubank, you know, obviously Conor Ben was going to fight him before you. So now some people are like ah I could say well, maybe Conor Ben can fight um Liam Smith. I I don't think that makes
3: sense, but do you? Not really. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not going to sit and call Conor Benn If Conor ben wants to fight me and come for me, fight away, it'd be my guest, but Conor, Conor's never really even after the Eubank loss, he made fun of Eubank losing. He hasn't really mentioned fighting myself. Uh, a lot of people have I've seen a few people on social media tweeting, well, what about Ben versus Smith now? Which mm-hmm. might make sense, but, you know, we, like I said, we'll see. Uh, well, well, I think we'll the, reason, what
0: the reason why is because, you know, obviously there's the, the, the history amongst the families, and he was going up in weight. You know, he's a welterweight. So, I figure exactly. he's thinking, you know, th- there's no need there. that You know, there's no history there that I need to go fight for. Um, but I like to ask our guests this uh, oftentimes, especially after a big win. If, if, Liam, if you could control everything involving your next three fights, meaning pick every single opponent and in the proper order, who would your next three opponents be?
3: My next three opponents would be Trish Bank Jr. at Anfield. Mm. Um Triple G for the WBI and IBF title. Oh, nice! And then, nice. and then a, and then a, a. Sorry me, sorry me. Phone was ringing. Then sorry. Yeah. And then maybe just the swan song in Liverpool. About oh. about the champion. A farewell. Fight. Okay. <laughs> nice. w-
1: was that was that Chris Junior calling you right there? <laughs> talking, of, talking about that once in a lifetime elbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man! Uh, All right, great. Listen,
1: one of your countrymen, Tommy Fury. Uh, yes. He's fight. It seems like he's gonna fight Jake Paul, and Jake Paul's even willing to go over to the UK to fight him. Who do you think wins that fight?
3: Um, I, I do think it's a good fight. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I've always said I think Jake Paul is the best of the YouTubers. Yeah. Um, I think Tommy Fury is still learning his craft. and always he's a Fury. He's they've had boxing in the blood the, the whole, the whole time. Um, sorry, the phone's ringing again that they have uh, boxing in the blood the whole time. But I, I think he didn't have much amateur pedigree, Tommy. And um, I do think it's a good fight, but I probably would have to go with Fiori just for okay. the boxing. Your yeah. phone keeps yeah. ringing
0: because, you know, they just, you just got a, a nice little check. People were calling Liam, hey, can I borrow something? Can I hold something? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like always asking for money. <laughs> Listen, Liam, uh, it's been great to watch this second surge in your career. Fun to watch, looking forward to seeing you back in the ring again, man. Um My love to the Smith family, congrats.
3: Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on, That. Thank you. Oh, pleasure, man. Take 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 care, care, Chad. Thank you.
0: You know, uh, Barack, I just just like fighters like Liam, you know, just humble, you know, uh, like blue-collar type of guy from a boxing family. Yes. Don't do too much talking. He doesn't want the drama. He just wants to smoke in the ring, and he brings it every time.
1: Yeah, you know what? But it takes guys like Eubank to actually bring the talking out of him because he was pretty vocal, you know, during he the was, lead up to his fight. <laughs> you know, he made some kind of references that people got mad at, you know, and right. nowadays you can't joke about certain things, right. you know, that used to be acceptable before. And it is what it is. But it it you bank can I, I realize that he knows how to push buttons. He's real funny with it. Really good at it. He knows how to push buttons. I loved a lot of things that he did. <laughs> he very but it ended, it ended how it ended, and, and yes, the humble, experienced, skillful, former champion pulled it off in, in a in beautiful fashion.
0: No doubt. Speaking of former champion, talk about Hall of Famer. I mean, former yes. 10-time world champion, right? boxing promoter, has been in the game for forever. Our guy, Oscar De La Hoya, up next. All right, Oscar, I want to jump right into it. I'll tell you why, because... I'm getting 20, 30 messages from friends and family saying, should I purchase my ticket to Vegas on April 15th? Is Mm. Tech Ryan happening? I need to know. I'm like, I don't know. And I said, you know what? Um, Oscar, I know you just put out, you know, put something out saying the fight is done. Uh, Until the official announcement, I never really buy into that until it's official. But I got to give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, should my friends purchase plane tickets to go to Vegas?
2: Well, I I can say this. Look, we we have the contract in our possession, and it's a it's a long form. It's very detailed. We uh we are just gonna have to cross the t's and dot the i's. That's basically it. So you know, can can I can I confirm? Obviously not. But right. until it's official, official. But um, you know, as a fighter, as a promoter, as a fan that wants to see to see the fight. Yeah. I can I can assure you this fight's gonna happen. I mean Ryan Garcia and uh, Gervonta Davis. Um, I'm telling you, they haven't they haven't wanted um, uh, an opponent the way they want each other. You know, they want to just they just wanna they wanna go out there and just because all the talking and all the crap and bullshit this and that has 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 been going back and forth for quite a while. So now it's time to uh, now it's time to. Uh, put your, put your, your, your money where, you know, where it's at. So, um, so, so in other I, words, I,
0: all of the terms are agreed on, right. But you got to look between the lines and make sure everything is on the up. That's and up. It. That's, all it, that's right. all it is. That's
2: all it is. Like both, both guys are, are starting their camps and uh, you know, as we speak, we, uh, we are going to, uh, to start, uh, you know, uh, revving up the engines for the promo tour. So it, it's, it's going to be massive. Yeah. It's gonna be huge.
1: Yeah, this is this is a big fight. We cannot deny. But first off, Oscar, I want to say I'm surprised you got a shirt on. One, <laughs> you know, um, and you know, you know, everybody's talking about your abs, Oscar. <laughs> you know, people are saying people want to know: are they from a store or are they from doing crunches? Which one?
2: No, look, it, it's. Uh, I mean, they're obviously my abs, but um, no doubt, I, I have this amazing amazing doctor who does this like sculpting and etching of the mm. abs you know yeah. it's kind of like lipo but etching it's like i mean it's it's crazy they're my oh. abs i've always had abs ever right, since yeah like, Yo, but he years brought years them
1: over. out like a painting like, yeah. oh, just, like, it's,
2: it's in, crazy it's 3d <laughs> but but you have to you have to eat right you have to work yeah. out you have right. to keep uh you know so it's just a little push for me to, uh, you know, to to get motivated, to mm-hmm. to stay on top of my game. You know, I mean, hey, come on. 50 hasn't looked this good in a long oh, time. Wow, wow. Listen, God Barack, you, um,
0: you, you're always cracking on my stomach. I'm about to have Oscar abs.
2: Now I know I can go go
0: get
1: those. You know what I mean? No, no. See, Oscar has abs already. I, That's I, the thing. I, I had some <laughs> when
2: I was like 15, 16. Yeah, I had some. There's somewhere, somewhere down there. Listen, um,
0: I, I want to talk about Javante Davis's performance. I was in DC, um, and I know he fought a guy who has a a decorated amateur, even though he was coming up on weight class, he was still a a credible opponent guy coming off of two big wins, right? So I didn't think it was going to be an easy fight to begin with. I thought it was a solid performance. What was your take on Tex's performance?
2: I I thought it was a solid performance, um, you know, given the fact that he was champion, given the fact that, um, you know, his past performances, given the fact that he, you know, he was a bigger guy. Uh, but I was I was actually surprised. Um, I was surprised how how at times uh, Gervanti had difficulties, um, you know, keeping him off or catching him. He was getting tagged a few times. Um, I'm not saying that his opponent wasn't at the elite level, but he's not at Ryan's level. Right. So when I see Jervanti fight, I love the guy. He's he's the most explosive, entertaining fighter out there today and that's why he sells arenas right. but when he's going to face a ryan garcia who's a big kid who uh who hits like a mule with both fists who is fast as hell um, who is going to fight tall who is going to keep his range and his distance um it's going to be a good fight it's going to be a great fight i think that um, i think that the fact that jervante is is aggressive um Is gonna make it for an entertaining fight. I think. Uh, I think Ryan, you know, holds holds his his spirit and his and you know in his heart. You know, he carries it on his shoulder. So I I, I feel that this fight um, is gonna be it's, it's gonna be a war, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, you know a, a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of good energy. You know, inside the arena, inside the ring, it's gonna be one of those special special fights, special events for boxing. Yeah, there's
1: no way that this fight doesn't live up to his height. There's no way. Oh, but no way. No there way. was a time a few years back where you was like, you know, obviously my fight is young. Ryan's not ready for a guy like Tank. What True. fight was it that changed your mind and said, oh no,
2: he's ready and he's going to win? It's just it's just the evolution of the fighter. The, just all he needed was time. Mm-hmm. You know, every fight, every fight is is a growing process. Every fight is a, Is a learning process is it's you, you, you learn something new every single minute, every time you're in the ring, you know, whether it's a a one minute fight or whether it's a 12 round fight, you're learning constantly growing. And so, you know, Ryan is right there. He's fighting the very best now. That's what people wanted. So um, he's ready. He's ready. I mean, I know there's a video of me saying, uh, you know, man, uh, Gervonta Davis is dangerous and this and that, but that was like three, four years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, was yeah, a long time good. ago, a long time now, ago. Now a lot of people, you know, si- since I've seen the evolution of Ryan as well, you know, we've become friends with him. We even went to his camp in Joe Goose's gym, and he looked phenomenal, sparring with guys out there. I love what Joe has done with him. One thing that that's out there, that there's a narrative that – Ryan tends to make a couple of defensive mistakes outside of combinations when he pulls back right Right. Uh, against a guy like tank. That could be dangerous. Is, is that trending in the right direction? Meaning those defensive mistakes, are they getting better to your eyes?
2: Oh yeah. He knows, he knows exactly what he has to do. He knows uh, what he has to correct. He knows what he has to use um, in the fight and that's going to be the secret weapon. Um, you know like i said he's fast he's powerful he's um he's explosive and i think uh, i think um you know his ryan garcia's work ethic is 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 by far one of the very best i mean you mm-hmm. see this guy and he's always in great shape he trains hard yeah. um he's going to be up for this fight there's no bigger fight out there for him now uh therefore ryan garcia we will see the best of ryan garcia
1: all right so since ryan didn't keep his date he chose to stay in camp for Javante yep. Davis you got Alexis Rocha he's headlining now uh, but I hear that he has a new opponent
2: yeah yeah George uh, George Ashi from uh, uh you know Ghana. we we found we we found the last uh, minute opponents mm-hmm. and um I wasn't actually too happy about uh about finding this guy because um it's a dangerous fight actually mm-hmm. when I heard that he's from Ghana <laughs> yeah right. <laughs>
1: when I heard you, ha- he- you have flashbacks, she was like. When oh. <laughs> I
2: heard he's from Ghana, I'm like, okay, this guy's this guy's the real deal. You right. know, he's got a he's got a, a a decent record, a lot of wins with five losses, but he's never been stopped. He's never been dropped, um, and just the fact that he's a fighter from Ghana, you know, those fighters they have heart, yeah. they have yeah. discipline, they have you know when they when they they want they, when, when they get the moment the the opportunity they try to seize it. You know. Uh, unless you're to go, but, uh, but, um, (laughs) but, um, but, you know, we, we have a great card. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to watch, uh, to watch uh, Rocha who's uh, already knocking on the door for a world title. Who knows how many fights uh, more, but I think he's right there. And uh, I'm excited for Floyd Schofield. I'm really, Mm -hmm. really excited for Floyd. Mm -hmm. I think Floyd is one of these throwback fighters that, um, Beautiful story, by the way, you know, grew up homeless with his father uh, in the streets, literally. And so, you know, he's 12 and 0 with 10 KOs. He's in a great fight with a Puerto Rican fighter, Alberto uh, Mercado, who has a great record. Uh, It's a great step up. It's for an international title. But you watch Schofield will be I mean, he will be a threat to anybody at 135.
0: What was it about Schofield that that actually pulled you in? What, what was the first time you laid eyes on him in the boxing ring? I,
2: I, I think it was his work ethic. I mean, a, a, he's in the gym 24-7. And uh, everything he's doing, he's doing right, you know. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's throwing the right combinations. His footwork is incredible. He has devastating power in both hands. The last time we put him on the zone um, at Fantasy Springs Casino, Uh, He was headlining and he was he was up against a very tough Mexican kid who's never been stopped, who's always gone the distance, you know, who uh, has had a good record. And Schofield just went out there and just demolished him in one round. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you have to do. You know, when you have an opportunity on TV in a main event, you have to go out there and prove who you are. And uh, and you know and then Schofield didn't disappoint. I mean, he is the real deal.
0: Uh, you have another fight on your stable that's a superstar and explosive fighter. Uh, and his name is Virgil Ortiz, right? Uh, a name that's always synonymous sure. with his is Boots Ennis, whom I also saw on the Tank Davis card. Uh, he had a lot of backlash because he couldn't get a guy out of there. In my opinion, the guy was really surviving, didn't want to get knocked out, didn't engage as much. Were you uh, impressed with his performance? That were you excited and said to yourself, "I think Virgil can beat this guy." What was your take on uh, Boots Ennis' performance, and how do you like Virgil against him?
2: Yeah, no, I think Boots is a. I think Boots is a great fighter. I think um, you know he's uh, he's 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 coming up. He's 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 proven himself. He's uh, getting better. Um, you know, he had a, he had a difficult outing, but that's that's what that's what it takes to uh, to grow as a fighter you know he's a dangerous fighter for anybody um you know yeah that eventually down the line that's a fight that's that has to be made you know i mean virgil has a, a fight already lined up which we're hoping to uh to reschedule um, in about three weeks or two a month um, uh, with a very dangerous dangerous puncher and i think that fight there um, um, uh, with virgil ortiz can be fight of the year because these guys are just gonna bang But
0: stylistically, Um, Oscar, stylistically, if Virgil were to fight Boots today, how do you? How does that fight play
2: out? It, it, it. Um, I mean, obviously, I have my guy winning. Virgil Ortiz is a, you know, he's a complete fighter, man. He's, uh, he's, he's just learning. He's growing. He's getting better, stronger. Um, you know, Boots fighting anybody will make it difficult. He, he's that type of talent. Um, but obviously, uh, fighting a Virgil Ortiz when the time is right when the time is right, you know, when boots, you know, beats a a big name, a major name, a a significant name, you know, then we can, then we can go out there to the Dallas Cowboys stadium and fill it up. You know, that's the idea I have. So look, as as these guys continue to fight maybe in two, three more fights, they're going to have to face each other. I mean, the best has to fight the best. That's it.
1: Right. Well, speaking of the best fighting the best, uh, a young man, he grew up in Brooklyn. I know him since he was a kid. He's a free agent now, is Edgar Belenga. He had yeah. that knockout spree for like 16 first round knockouts in a row. But now he's a free agent. Would you be looking to sign somebody like him or maybe match him up with Mungia? I, I I would
2: I, I would know exactly what to do with Berlanga. I know exactly what he needs. You know, he needs he needs a Bernard Hopkins. He needs a, a, a Golden Boy, he needs he needs that type of team to mm-hmm. keep him focused to keep him hungry because he's already a machine yeah people already love watching him he's already selling out uh, uh you know the, the theater the, the, the theater garden, in the garden. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so so what he needs is is a team and and the team he has is great. I love them. But he, you know, sometimes you need people like a Bernard Hopkins, mm-hmm. somebody like me, who can tell you exactly what to do or, or give you pointers. Mm-hmm. You know how to train, how to stay disciplined, how to stay focused. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there's nobody better than Bernard Hopkins. But aside from that, we have Jaime Munguia. We have Surdo Ramirez. If he wants to do a catchweight, we have Beck he can fight, you know, guys like that. I mean, would be exciting. I mean, but Berlanga, I, 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 enjoy watching, um, you know, he's a Puerto Rican descent and, uh, you know, loves his Boricuas. And so I would, I would love to, uh, to, to sit down with him and, uh, and, 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 map out a plan for him, uh, to take him to superstardom. Right. Um,
0: uh, speaking yeah. of Munguilla, what do you think? I mean, he's obviously an exciting fighter, uh, tons of fights. People have been crying, to see him against the guys like Triple G, guys like Charlo, what, what has been the barrier there? Why can those fights be actually made?
2: Uh, well, you, you think about you think about Triple G, for instance, right? Um, he's just coming off a loss with uh, with Canelo. Um, you know, that's a big possibility. A fight with with uh, with Jaime Munguia and Triple G, I think. I think both guys have to prove themselves in a way and i think that fight would be perfect um i think that's the fight to make we've already reached out to triple g's people um i strongly feel i strongly feel that um i strongly feel that jaime munguia is ready for anybody it's a little difficult to make fights with him for some reason because all the fighters that he can fight are with pbc and so what 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 I'm very optimistic about is that making this Ryan Garcia fight with Tank, we can start working together and make the big fights happen. Imagine PBC and Golden Boy getting together and just making huge fights. Huge, big fights. I mean, the fans, the fans would eat it up, the fans would love it. So that's my that's my goal for 2023 is to make is to make Jaime Mungia. Uh, the best fighter possible, and to get him to a world title. But first and foremost, I want to—I want him to fight Triple G.
0: Well, Barack, I think we got some answers. We got some questions answered.
2: Absolutely. And one thing we know
1: is that you can go to the same doctor Oscar went to.
0: Oh, I mean, I've already made the appointment. What are you talking get, about? Get I get mean, during the interview, I made the appointment. So <laughs> I'm going to finally get these abs out. You guys are going to see it this um hey listen a lot of a big fight this week in the light heavyweight division we're going to preview all fights but first we gotta take a quick break we'll be right back
2: millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds
1: salads generally for most people are the easy button right
0: Barack, uh, I want to break this fight down without being disrespectful to any party involved in this event. I just think sometimes certain fighters look, I, this is boxing it's the theater of the unexpected, right? But when you keep seeing a fighter perform the way Arthur Beterbiev, some say Beterbiev is performing, it's all—it's hard to go against a guy like that, right? And I think Anthony Yard is a big puncher and obviously uh we know Arthur has been hurt. So there's always that possibility. And I wanted to jump right into that fight. Barakas, that's a fight that people have been talking about for weeks now. You know, they're already looking ahead. They want to see Bavola against Biterbiye. Uh, does, does Anthony Yard have a shot here? Of course he has
1: a shot. He has a shot because he's a, he's a heavy puncher. He's also somebody who I believe learns from his mistakes. That's why I actually wanted to see Yardy rematch Kovalev to see if he can beat him, because he kind of almost had him, you right. know? Um, I I seen what he did against London Arthur. Arthur. He lost a split decision, close fight, lost that fight, came back, stopped him in the fourth round. Right. So the guy is learning on the job. Right. Um, is he is seasoned and his experience as Arthur Paterbia? No, but the man can punch. And anybody like that, you always got to give him that chance, that puncher's chance. So yes, he has a good chance.
0: And I have to agree with with Eddie on this. Uh, we spoke to Eddie Heard earlier in the week, and he said that you know Arthur tends to start up slow. Now he's still smart in there and strategic, but he kind of he kind of gets strong as the fight goes. So maybe Anthony's best shot is to jump on him early, is to land a big shot and catch him cold. They, these are big boys now. You know th- these fight. You know they, they they're touching cruiserweight and heavyweight. So these guys punch hard and one punch can end the night. So mm. I'm not going to outrule yard at all, but I just don't. I yes, just you don't are. See, stop, I, stop no, it. But <laughs> I said, but I don't see anybody derailing Viterbi. If I think his
1: anybody, like, what about b
0: well, well, I was getting there. I said, okay, at this point, you know, with who whom they have put against him. Um, I, I didn't think any of those guys were gonna, was going to derail him. I think He's going to be this match when he fights Dimitri Bivol. I think that's going to be a real test. That's going to be the real fight. If it actually happens, we all, you know, we're hearing Bevot might fight Canelo in September at 168. Who knows? Maybe, hopefully, that fight can happen actually before. And maybe Bivol becomes undisputed and then he can fight. Uh, but first is first. You know what I mean? But Paterbia uh, has to get past Anthony Yard, who's obviously going there to win. He's going there not just for a check, he's going there to win. I'm, I'm excited to watch it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely know that Yardy is going to go there and give it his all and he's going to come there to win. And He has a
0: great team, by the way.
1: 100%. And what I like about fighters like that is that the little advantage that they have, the, the guys who are humble and know that, all right, I haven't been doing this as long as you, I don't have that extensive background and I'm learning on the job and I'm trying to get better every single fight. Those are the guys that actually show us something new. Every fight, so you can go back and look at how he fought his previous fights, and then you can get a new guy in that ring. And it's the guys who's already established, the guys who's been champion, the guys that's killing everybody, who's usually gonna come in what the same exact way every single time, sometimes. So that's the edge. That's the edge that he has. That's the edge that he has. That could be the X factor what he's going to do different when he comes in that ring against somebody like Viterbi.
0: Barack, so is it safe to say that we're getting somewhat of a prediction out of you on this preview? I mean, is that what well, we're, we're hearing? Well, of course
1: not. No,
0: I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah. giving a prediction. Oh.
1: Uh, I know your prediction. I know what everybody else is thinking. And I'm you're, just thinking, you're give- thinking the same thing. I'm just gonna give Yardy a, a shot. I'm gonna give
0: of, him a shot. Of course, everybody, everybody has a shot in this boxing game. Everybody has a shot. They're one shot away, so it can happen. Are you putting any money? Up? Look, I'm wishing Anthony Yard the best. I'm actually rooting for him. I like his team and all of those guys. So um, he he needs to he, he has to bring everything he has to pull off an upset on this one. I'm excited to see it. Also on the zone, Alexis Rocha is is definitely. You know, he's a guy that uh, is always exciting to watch. Um, Coming off for a few victories in a row after his loss to Rashidi Ellis. uh, Last minute replacement. Nevertheless, he's fighting this weekend.
1: Yeah, George Ashey.
0: Very experienced fighter.
1: The main event falls out. Um, Ryan Garcia says, hey, I I don't want to fight right now. I want to wait for Tank. What am I going to fight Hester for? I agree with him. Boom. Alex Rocha, now you're the main event. Golden Boy believed in him because they could have canceled the card. They believed in him. He is somebody who gives us his all. He is somebody who tries to get the guys out of his last couple of fights. with probably unanimous decisions, but he's in there trying to bang. He's in there trying to get the guys out of here. So he does have a fan-friendly style, and this is going to be a test for him. This guy is going to be a test, and we're going to know after this fight if he's the guy that's going to be eventually fighting for a title.
0: I agree with you, and for the fight fans out there that like Looking at upcoming talent. Look out for Floyd Schofield. Uh, I mean, talented, super talented, young lightweight. I don't know. He might be like 20, 21 years old, undefeated. He'll be on that card as well. I heard
1: Oscar... Tried to get him to change his name because, you know, him and Floyd are not cool. Floyd Mayweather, I don't want to promote another Floyd. I just don't.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> no, you you want to he, ch- change his name to, to nah, Oscar Schofield. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Listen, um, it's going to be a great night of fights this weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you catch all of them, all the the board. Peace and love. Stay safe. Enjoy your weekend.
2: Planning for your next trip?